0: There aren't uprisings all over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the streets. This is a dictator. Enemies of the state. Show me where it says that protests are supposed to be polite. Hey, 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 welcome everybody to another episode of the Rebel Alliance podcast. And I'm just trying to get some things squared away here before we get started today. And as always my name is aaron i will be your host for today's episode not quite sure how long this is going to go got a few things to talk about here but uh before we jump into everything you know we're going to get some questions answered from some of the facebook groups telegram stuff like that other spots or outlets that people post questions on about association so i figured we'd do that today keep it kind of short because i am running behind had some uh uh and consultation calls this morning, uh, late afternoon. So they kind of ran over, but that being said, let's take care of all the housekeeping before we get started. So as always, nothing you hear on this channel will ever constitute tax or legal advice. It's just one person's opinion on the topic and you are free to make your own well-educated decisions and definitely do your research. Don't take anything I say as, uh, you know, uh, uh, the end-all be-all. Do your own research, I guess, is the best way to put it. A little little out of it last couple episodes. But anyways, uh, that being said, let's talk about some ways that you can help support this channel. So one way you can do that is by sharing this with others that might find this information that's being shared here interesting to them and their uh, maybe life achievement of living a, a, a little bit more free with a uh, as free as we possibly can be with, uh, this tyrannical government that we have overreaching and, and ways to go about it, having uh, less intrusion, I guess is the best way to put it. So by doing that, you can go over to East coast PMA and you can always get more information over there. There's blog posts, we have the inner circle. So there's stuff related to just those members for that, but you can go over to the East coast, PMA.com And on the left, No, right-hand side, there are some links that you can use and on the top. So if you're looking to become a part of Liberty Dollar Financial, let me try to say that again. My voice is going Liberty Dollar Financial Association. There's a banner on the top, brings you right over there. You can get set up with them. Also on the right-hand side, there's some other services that you can click on. And one that I highly suggest if you are getting into any of the freedom fighting stuff or any of the, how can I live? a little bit more free and understanding how to utilize uh, this system that is in place because a lot of us aren't taught this stuff anymore. There's Dr. Graves course over there, the how to win in court without a lawyer. If you're interested at all on how to keep uh, wrongful actors, um, uh, to keep them to toe the line and to, to pay for the wrongful trespasses, I guess is the best way to put it. And that being said, I just want to make sure my phone is on vibrate or because I know the thing's going to probably go off. So, all right, we're good there. And the last thing is, you know, I think like myself, most of the people that watch this channel want to live, you know, want to have more self-custody, want to have more sovereignty, want to just kind of be left alone. I mean, honestly, let's just, let's call it what it is at the end of the day. We just don't want to be told what we have to do and let us make our own decisions as Grown adults. So that being said, if you are having an association, if you are thinking about getting an association, if you are just wanting to be a little bit more secure online, and you want to take back some of your computer sovereignty, I know some of you have already used this link, and I appreciate it. I've I've gotten the feedback from you. Please go over to Embassy uh, Start Nine. And you can pick up one of their embassy servers over there. You can use the code Rebel Alliance to get 9% off, which is huge. And if you know what the fold card is, I think they're still doing gift cards to there. So there's another way to get a few percentages off if you use the fold card and if you're into stacking sats. But with the Start9 system, you can run your own private text messaging that's encrypted. You can have your own search engine. You can do your own file sharing. You can set up your own Bitcoin node. You can run your own BTC pay, which is a platform kind of like uh paypal but all done through crypto and it's completely private in yours you're not putting it through the cloud which is really just somebody else's computer that they're giving you access to so they have a bunch of different uh plugins i guess is the best way to put it or apps think of like your phone you just pick the app you want you click install and you're off the races and it doesn't cost much to run it on a regular basis and it's you know Not that big. I've done videos on it. Take a look at it. You're probably going to like it if you're anything like me and you want to take back some of your computer sovereignty. So that being said, I am going to, oh, one more thing I almost forgot. And this is crazy because I had this conversation today. If you are looking to set up your own association or your own ministry or church or anything like that, and you don't want to... Uh, consult with somebody, or maybe you want to consult, but roll up your sleeves and write your own founding documents and not pay some of these other individuals that charge anywhere between $10,000 and $250. I've seen as cheap as that online. God only knows what you get, but I've seen a lot of these documents. Ours are definitely by far the best. We spent lots of time putting these together. So you can go over to either East Coast PMA or even the PMA manifesto, if you ever jumped on any of those free monthly calls and you can get the documents there. They're downloadable. They're completely editable, editable, edible, editable. No, not editable. Uh, man, it's gonna be one of those episodes today. So just bear with me, folks. Uh, you can edit the uh the documents, they are all color-coded. So based on what you're looking to do, there's gonna be uh instructions and directions in there. So it'll tell you this can be changed, this this should be changed to that, uh, you know, statements of faith and everything like that. And there'll be some examples in there. We spent a lot of time putting these together. Well, well worth the money, especially if you want to be kind of like myself where you're hands on, you want to do it yourself this is a way to do that. So that being said, let's get into today's topic. Uh, as always, please, uh, share, like subscribe and all that good stuff. And, uh, as always, uh, the dog, thank you for being on. And, uh, let me know if you have any questions today, man or woman, I'm not quite sure. Uh, frozen dog it could be either or but you're from Missouri and thank you for uh, showing up as always and spending your time with us and Ele uh, know if you have any questions and um, you know hopefully we have a few more pop on here I know we are on Rumble today and in the Facebook group so I should probably pull that up in a second but first question I have to oh before I even get to the question so this has come up in a couple conversations this financial crime enforcement network uh, through the US Treasury. Uh, if you don't know what it is, uh, Google financial crimes enforcement network. If you have an LLC or business or anything like that, uh, I hear this more talk specifically for LLCs and that if you have a beneficial interest in that LLC, you own more than 25%. You're a CEO, CFO, uh, single membered LLC. You have an LLC that's not even being used, but you just have it. You have to file. And I did talk to somebody that has Uh, For those of you who have been going over to the Wyoming and getting the anonymous LLCs out there, you still have to do this with that, which kind of is a bummer. But uh, basically, this is supposedly to help stop uh, money laundering to different agencies in different countries. But if you look at some of the exemptions, it doesn't help. The small guy, it only helps the bigger corporations, which are the ones that are probably doing the money laundering in the first place. I mean, heck, just look at what's in the White House. So that being said, um, personally, I, I see some people are really up, you know, upset about this. I personally don't care. I guess that's the best way to put it. One, because when you register or when you file for an LLC, whether it's in your state, in Delaware, wherever, um, even in... Wyoming, even though it's private, it's it's anonymous. It's a lot harder to find out who it is because you have the registered agent and some other things there, and the way they do their privacy laws. Um, so, I guess for example, here in Connecticut, for my real estate uh, side of the house, I have an LLC set up that you know I do all my real estate through, take my tax deductions and all that stuff. Now, when I filed that and and formed it here in Connecticut, that all went to the state secretary's website and got filed somewhere and you can type in my name or my real my business name and it tells you who the members are and who owns what and all the information is there that's exactly what you're putting on here it's redundancy to the 10th degree and i'm not really quite sure why they're doing it other than probably some form of control or to say hey you didn't comply with this or with that so for the most part i had a few conversations today some of the people knew about it and they have already filed uh, just because the fees are ridiculous if you don't by the end of the year. So if you have an LLC before 2024, you have to the end of the year to fill out this one form. And you can get the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. I. It's not an ID. It's like a username and password. And then you put in your information once and you can say, I have this LLC and that LLC. And it just puts it out there for Money laundering, right? Because that's what we're worried about all of a sudden, even though it's happening at a ridiculous amount with everything that's going on again in our so-called People's White House. So, um, before I really get banned today by putting that out there, uh if you have now, let's say you the first of the year you started an LLC, you know, lawn care, whatever, uh, you have only 90 days to fill this out. And then if you don't, the fees start coming in on top of each one. And then, you know, uh, like I heard one uh, individual talking about this saying, you know, you, you, you know, like anything else, you can go as long as you can without getting caught. And then eventually you get caught and then you might get slapped with a ton of fines for every day. Cause it's not just monthly. It's every day you don't do this, you get fined. And I, I think it's like $500 a day. I don't have it off the top of my head, but again, if you do have an LLC in this Pertains to you, um, you know, uh, go over and check out the Financial Crimes Enforcement Network. It is kind of not being talked about. I don't know why it should be. Uh, And I think this is why we're starting to see another uptake into the unincorporated business trusts and, you know, associations and that sort of thing, because again, that's more private than having all your information out there. Now, uh, that being said, Let's get into today's question. So uh, this one comes from uh, an Ashley from the PMA Manifesto. And she had asked, uh, basically, the intimate versus exclusive. Is exclusive simply you are the single service provider and association? And I know some of the other uh, individuals over at the uh, PMA Manifesto answered this, but I wanted to give my two cents on it. Uh, no, it doesn't have to do with the single service provider. What it means is having an intimate uh, versus exclusive, um, they're kind of used interchangeably. So intimate is the type of association. You have. I guess they're not used it interchangeably. It's more of two different aspects of the of the same Horse. I guess that's the best way to put it. Uh, That's terrible, Aaron. But anyways, intimate is the type of association you have. You have an intimate association. It's smaller in number. It's not what is considered an expressive association where. All right, I'll pull that question up in a second or that statement up in a second. Thank you. Uh, so having the intimate association, you have fewer members, you, you know, you're not in the thousands like Amos Miller is with his, you, the state really, or local government, whatever you want to call it has no interest in what you're doing. And the analogy I use all the time is Thanksgiving dinner. If I'm cooking Thanksgiving dinner for 800 friends of mine, Nobody's going to come and say, "Hey, what are you doing?" Well, maybe in this town, it's a smaller town, but for the most part, they're not going to say. Now, if I had two thousand people at an event and or over my house, and I was serving all these people turkey and and food and everything else and beer, the the town ordinance might get involved. the uh, The health director might be like, "Hey, how are these being cooked? Is are the sanitary stuff being met?" Because now I have a larger number of people, I have a greater chance of causing harm to the local society i guess the best way to put it um, because i'm lost for words right now but that's what an expressive association is an intimate association is a few hundred people getting together for a common goal and the government really doesn't care the local government doesn't care what you're doing because it's intimate it's like sitting around your dinner table on sunday afternoon with 20 of your friends having dinner right there's that intimacy so um, that's really not talked about in a lot of other places. When it comes to associations, they just kind of say, "Oh, association, you can do whatever you want, and uh, don't listen to you know any cease and desist or anything you get." So uh, now, exclusive or exclusivity comes into your uh, requirements for membership. So we've seen stuff with the Boy Scouts of America, you know. So maybe you have a association that wants to build a more sustainable life style um, more homesteading, that sort of thing, more natural homopathic, whatever it is. And then you have somebody that comes in and says, well, I've, you know, been, you know, uh, gotten so many shots and I wear a face mask and, you know, uh, this and that, and they just don't fit. Uh, that's really not a good example. I'm sorry. I'm running on like two and a half hours of sleep today. Cause there was uh, school delays and stuff, but, um, So I guess the best example is the Boy Scouts of America that I can just think of off the top of my head. So uh, it had to do with, uh, if I get this right now, now that I said this this is terrible, I should know this one inside and out. Uh, Basically, there was an individual that wanted to join the Boy Scouts. Uh, If I remember correctly, they were homosexual. The Boy Scouts said, no, that's not okay. And we don't want that here because we have exclusivity. Our membership is, I mean, they did lose the case overall because they are pretty much, even though they say they're exclusive in, in an association, they are public. You can walk into any Boy Scout of America store. They don't, the court basically came back and said you didn't have specifics like boys only age, you know, 10 to 18 or whatever it was. And maybe I'll do this um, this uh, topic again uh, because I'm I'm kind of, on here on this for exclusivity, um, it's it's been a long day. So uh, just keep in mind that exclusivity is different. It doesn't have to do with being a single service provider. It's more of what your membership requirements are. So um, then Ashley goes on to say the concept of exclusivity. I have a mission and the members' requirements, as well as being binding uh, principles, on top of the fact that I will only have enough produce she's a farm-based PMA to offer three to ten memberships would that be enough to meet the standards of exclusivity and again the exclusivity is what is the requirements for your members to be there so if your requirement is that you only want to help people farm or maybe you are like Amos Miller and you are only going to allow a small number of members in and looks like this three to ten per season based on your growing, and people are coming to you because they want to learn more about how to grow non-GMO foods, how to grow without using pesticides, how to use heirloom seeds, how to save seeds after something has gone to seed, or how to harvest seeds like from tomatoes and stuff like that to use for a future year, or how to crossbreed stuff to get a hybrid, how to do manual pollination. These are all the types of requirements that you might have to say, okay, you can be a part of the membership. Uh, As opposed to just like, hey, we're going to let anybody in. We don't care, you know, and the person's like, well, I just want to eat, you know, that bill gates makes and you know lab-grown chicken so it really wouldn't jive with what you're doing with your association so you the exclusivity requirement is what is required to be a member so if it's a faith-based or a ministry maybe it's having a higher power and and a higher deity or god or the great creator or the great architect however you want to put it and that way there everybody is on the same uh is is on the level with everybody else so they all know that everybody here has a higher belief in a a uh, a supreme being i guess the best way to put it uh you know and that could be for any religion uh and that might be like you have a ministry maybe you have a ministry here in connecticut and you're providing education to your members children well you're not going to really want to let an atheist in if you know you're providing a, a Christian Judeo based education. So um, I, hopefully that helps answer your question. Uh, I probably should have had you know another cup of coffee before I got into this. Um, but you definitely will meet the intimate side of things because you only have three to 10 members at a time. So that intimacy is there. And again, the best thing to do is keep between you, them and the fence post. And that's the best way to do it. Um, so let's see. All right. So this is from Samuel. This is also from, I believe, the same thread on the PMA manifesto. Uh, I'm setting up a raw food club and need to establish a PMA. What are the best resources to do that? I have heard that unincorporated association is better than a PMA. So again, here comes the confusion, and this is what we're trying to uh, to alleviate. So um, it's awesome that you're doing that, Robert or Samuel. It's it's great that you're setting that up. Um, I think we definitely need more, um, food outlets like that based on all the stuff that's in the news of what's being produced in labs and cricket carcasses and everything else they want to throw at us. I'm just trying to fix this mic here. And, uh, so, um, what are the best resources to that? So you can go over to, well, if you're watching this on the replay, um, I don't think you're here now. I don't see anything in the, um, in the, uh, in the chat, but, If you watch this on Rumble or on the podcast or on YouTube, hopefully this answers your question Uh, as far as this is one of the best resources out there or getting over to the PMA manifesto and connecting with us over there with the uh, Erica and the two Angelas. We do a monthly call. You can jump on. You can get your questions answered. We try to keep it to about 45 minutes. I don't think we've ever made it yet. 45 minutes we usually go over. Uh, but that's a great resource. There's a great resources on East Coast PMA. You can jump into the Telegram group. If you go into the description of the video, if you're watching on YouTube, you'll see the links for that there. So that's a good place to get started. Uh, I try as I find stuff, put it up uh uh for people on East Coast PMA or in the file group in Telegram, uh, as I dig through Westlaw and some other legal resources. Um Now, let me tackle this one. Uh, I've heard that an unincorporated association is better than a PMA. So here's the thing. PMA is kind of the sexy term that is thrown around online that everybody knows. And that's the only reason why I still use it in my titling and stuff like that, because that's what people are are searching for. And unfortunately, it gets passed around a lot in some of these um, questionable freedom groups or these... uh, fringe groups on law ideas and what a citizen is and stuff like that. And it gets pushed by some of these people as a thing, a PMA. um, You can say you have a private membership association. Yes. But technically, legally speaking, um, from my research and what I've looked up and what I've found is what we have the right of association, the right of assembly under the first and 14th amendment. And I know people say, oh, the 14th amendment makes you a slave. Yeah. Okay. Show me that. I'd love to see it. Um, you know, uh, but they're really called unincorporated associations and the unincorporated association really doesn't have that of a a sound or a, a catch to it as a PMA or a private membership association. So you're really kind of talking about the same thing. It's just the words that are being used to describe it. And an unincorporated association was very popular early on because it allowed people to gather for a common goal. It allowed commerce to take place within those memberships. And it was really done between those and unincorporated business trust because we didn't have LLCs, S-Corps, C-Corps, and all that stuff, limited liability partnerships. So, um, yeah, uh, I would definitely say schedule a time with uh, with one of us, either over at the PMA Manifesto or over at East Coast PMA. Ask your questions in the Facebook groups, the Telegram group on here, that sort of thing. Um, and uh, that is... Uh, that's kind of hopefully that answers your question. Now uh, we got frozen dog on here. So um, uh, let's see what do we got here. Uh, first comment: I've uh, been trying to get Liberty Dollar Association started in Central East Missouri. The Rock Community Fire Protection Area it covers a couple towns. Everyone is too busy. So this is kind of I, I see this a lot with you know um, when it comes to Liberty Dollar. Either people get it or they don't. Or people see a need for it, or they don't. And I think once um, you know uh, Bitcoin just became an ETF, so now it's being traded. I think once the if they do continue to push the CBDC and they start tracking all the income and money, and, and they get rid of the dollar and everything goes digital, people will then start searching more for a. Uh, alternative currency. And I don't think that's happening right now because we could still walk up to an ATM and get out cash. I think the also, the other thing is too, is that there's not a, until the transact card is completely done. And I missed last month's meeting and I haven't talked to Wayne uh, yet about this, but uh, there, you know, once the, the, uh, transact card is connected to the Liberty dollar, you'll be able to access your, your silver quicker, as far as a turnaround, like say you put in a thousand dollars worth of silver and maybe you need 500 bucks to get out for something, you can transfer it to that transact card instantaneously instead of waiting for, you know, uh, you know, 24 hours or whatever the time might be, uh, to get it done. So, um, yeah, I can understand how it's kind of frustrating. And then we also have businesses with cash registers do not want additional confusion with certificates, the old ones that dollar value and weight, uh, yeah again it's one of those things where um people are creatures of habit if they're really comfortable in how their store works it's not they're not going to change where you will find On average, places that will accept the Liberty dollar or or at least be open to a conversation. and This is where you might want to, uh, you know, put them in contact with Wayne directly and and say, hey, this is how it's going to help your business beat inflation, not add to the national debt by using this alternative currency and then setting it up, helping them get it set up. Uh, We see it a lot. Um, I should say I've seen it with some vendors like local, um, cottage industry type stuff, you know, uh, small micro farms, the person that does woodworking, uh, you know, the lady, I, um, not that I've bought sourdough bread from her in a, in a few months, but when she is baking the sourdough, I pay her in Liberty dollar and cause she's a member. So, um, that's one way of, of doing it. And I do agree that, um, when, uh, when the stuff, you know, when it hits the fan, you know, that'll be a different story when the stuff starts to come more uh, more uh, to fruition, I guess, with the CBDC and the tracking of everything. Not that we're already tracked enough. I mean, between the, the cameras on every corner and our cell phones, you know, we're pretty much under a digital thumbprint or a digital thumb every day. So, um, and the last one that uh, the frozen dog has here, um, maybe if I have it somewhat in place for a time it's more... Maybe more needed. Yeah. I mean, again, you know, the Liberty dollar thing is going to be hit or miss with, uh, you know, uh, with people, like I said, and getting them on, you know, a a call or sharing, you know, uh, I don't know if Wayne's put out any training stuff. I haven't done any training videos for him lately. Um, I knew I said I was gonna do that. just been kind of busy with everything else. but uh, getting um, just getting them familiar with it, showing them how it works, that's kind of like the big thing that I saw. And then again, you know, if you're not gonna I don't think you're gonna get your la- local gas station to use it. I mean, and it also depends like I'm in a very uh, democratic area where people don't really think for themselves that much. We have a small community of people that do. and within that community, we use Liberty Dollar um, sometimes more often than others uh but again it's just one of the tools in the toolbox there's also the uh, the crypto the bitcoin lightning payments which i like and i like to stack my stats and then there's also the gold backs you know which are another form or just good old straight up barter you know and i talked with an individual today and that's how he does things you know it's a certain price if you're going to use a credit card it's a discount if you use cash it's a more of a discount if you use this and this and this right down to bartering and that's how i do things at east coast pma you know if you pay with a debit card, there's a certain way of, of, you know, there's a certain price. If you call me and say, "Hey, I want to get this, but I don't want to use a debit card. I want to use, you know, uh, crypto or Liberty Dollar," then you know, uh, I'll adjust the price accordingly. And I've been doing that more for the consulting and and setting up of the associations for people than just you know the DIY templates and stuff like that. But there, there is, you know, um, I think in the near future going to be a greater need for what uh, Liberty Dollar has to offer but uh yeah just keep trying don't don't burn yourself out over it and uh you know if you ever want to get on a strategy call maybe we can set something up and i can see if i can help you out at all or anything like that i've uh, not been very active here in connecticut with liberty dollar right now we've done a silver bazaar where we brought a bunch of vendors in we just taught them how to use silver how to buy silver how to transact with the silver how to redeem the silver and we blew through a bunch of silver that day i had a call weighing up and get more added to our account and stuff like that uh having a branch office up here a regional office uh, i should say but um again that was kind of like hey this is really cool and all and then it kind of just kind of faded away and i'm not the type of guy to go chase people down for stuff if you want to learn how it works let me know i'd be more than happy to show you if you want to get an account set up and start using it with you, you and your friends that's even better. You know, we have our farm stand. Hopefully, if everything goes well, I get the farm stand up this uh, this spring and summer, then we'll have, um, you know, it up there offering uh, to accept Liberty Dollar for the stuff that we'll be selling. So um, those are the questions. I'm going to check Facebook real quick while we're on here, see if there's any others in the PMA Manifesto or East Coast PMA. Let's get a little quick refresh of the screen. And uh, I see we got some new members added. Uh, uh, see nope that's not really a question it's more of a hey welcome to be here so let me jump over to east coast pma facebook group and if you're not in the group feel free to join we uh, uh i do stream these live to that group and answer questions in there and let me pull up the good old telegram and where are we No questions on there today so that's that group hasn't been really active lately it's been it's kind of hit or miss too but anyways i thank you all for coming on here and watching the youtube stuff and participating and uh the frozen dog i might have to get you like some type of award sent out for the uh consistently showing up the most in the chats maybe i'll have to do something like that and send it out and uh i appreciate everybody getting on and watching Uh, we just had somebody pop on. So, uh, we got three at Rebel Alliance on YouTube. If you have a question about associations, now would be the time to ask because we are getting ready to wrap up. We're just at about 30 minutes. And, uh, tomorrow we will be on at the regular scheduled time, which seems to be between 1 PM and 2 PM Eastern standard time. Uh, hopefully everything goes well tomorrow and, uh, we'll dive into some more, uh, Topics related to East uh, East Coast PMAC. That's what happens when I'm only on two and a half hours of sleep. Uh, topics more related to associations and the legal realms and stuff like that. I'm hesitant to type to dump jump jump into taxes just because of the fact that uh, you know it. There is a lot to it, and that is a big ball of wax. But that being said, all right, everybody, thank you for watching. We're going to get ready to end this. Enjoy the rest of your afternoon. Stay warm out there, especially if you're in New England. It's freezing out, and, uh, you know, uh, watch out for that ice, and uh, stay safe. All over the country, and maybe there will be. People need to start taking to the street.